I'm Tyler, sphincter suction dentering. I'm Connery. I canceled my golf game for this, Hanson. Oh, I'm Lily, death by caffeine young. <laughs> I like that. That's it's like good. a there's there's a burger place in Alhambra called Grill 'em All. I feel like death by caffeine should be right next to it instead of Applebee's. Yeah, we've been there. That place is cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Do you, do you not find out until literally like the last scene in the movie? That's what that shitty coffee places that they've been going to the whole time that's the name of it i think so. was that the real name of it yeah yes you oh didn't my see that i thought shot. you were it's just making a shot. joke oh no 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 that is the name of that <laughs> shitty Jesus ass coffee Christ. shop the place that lay described as looking like the interior decoration of the movie the room yeah. <laughs> the lighting's bad yeah, the, the mugs are bad the mugs are too the big the wall art is terrible <laughs> the mugs are too big i like my that nickname one. was gonna be tyler mug too big dentering <laughs> Anyway, I guess you missed it. I think it was only one shot at the very end. So since, I mean, spoilers. This <laughs> is the spoiler. They all die in the, in the last <laughs> scene at, the, at that shitty coffee shop. God, what a terrible place to die. When uh, the, the semi-truck you know, runs them over. Yeah, they, there's there's a shot of the outside and it's like, oh, remember this coffee place they've yeah. been going to throughout the whole thing? It's called Death by Caffeine. <laughs> I think Your you local out, edgy coffee shop. I feel like you figured out our game for the end of the episode of where would you least like to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. We'll do that. <laughs> Too bad Spider-Man wasn't at that coffee shop to save them all. Oh, Doc Ock was driving that truck. Hello, Peter. <laughs> Hello, Peter. <laughs> Anyways, this is the franchise, the podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. Sometimes we talk about uh, a man killing others by whip. Why is that my analogy for Indiana Who's Jones? Who's killing what? <laughs> he never kills anyone with his whip. That's not totally true because remember in Temple of Doom, that one guy gets caught in his whip in, oh, in right. the... Uh, when you say death by whip, it makes Indiana Jones like lashing someone to death. Yeah, that's probably not a good uh, metaphor. It's like the passion of Indiana Jones and he's just whipping Jesus. someone to death. This is not good. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and then other times you die by having your sphincter blown out by, <laughs> by a pool. The amount of times that the word sphincter has been said today. <laughs> I apologize in advance and I guess in past for the, what, the crimes of Grindelwald that I've already committed today on this episode. Um, even that's not like that's way too extreme for Grindelwald. No, he's never done anything like blowing up someone's sphincter. <laughs> oh my god! But here we are. In case you couldn't tell by now, get the count going, fans. We're, we're talking about the final destination. The fourth, but not last, final or final destination. It certainly thinks it's the last final destination. It definitely does. But unfortunately, but also fortunately, it made the most money out of any of the movies. Oh, are you kidding me? And this is definitely, I think we all agree, like the worst one. This made the most money? Yeah. Which I feel like, honestly, I think the fact of them calling it the final destination i think that that really worked in their favor i agree it's the people like it's the last final destination we gotta and all get together 3D, and see it like, and it's yeah. in 3d so in so a way i'm not in 3D. surprised mm. thanks avatar <laughs> you did this to us james cameron <laughs> if it weren't for james cameron we wouldn't have the final destination <laughs> but anyways it led to better it bore better fruit with final destination 5 I think that Final Destination Five is trying to like, trying to like cap off the franchise in a way. Uh, no, it's trying to like make good on the yeah. atrocities that this <laughs> movie com- commits. You know what I mean? They're like, this can't, this can't be the last one. Like, because it, it be. is so fucking bad. I mean, I I remembered somewhat like what it's been like a couple years now since we had seen it. Like, I'm yeah, I remember thinking like, yeah, four was definitely the worst one. Mm. But my god, oh. Yeah, it's real bad. The bad times. <laughs> I don't remember it being this bad. It's so bad. I feel like I compared last, um, you, or you, you, we together kind of came on the came on the agreement that the third one was like having altitude sickness. Yeah, this one is like. Right. Are you guys aware of that? Like, uh, what's it called? It's like that urban legend where the ski, like this party of like hikers, goes missing. Oh, absolutely. The yeah. Dyatlov Pass. Or yes, Dyatlov Pass. Pass. This yeah. is this is where we're at now. We're at the Dyatlov Pass. We're like. We find all our this. dead bodies. Like, oh, God. Oh, it's horrifying. People are found, like, some people are like naked and like all their clothes like stripped like their off. Their eyes are taken what? out their or eyes. their tongues are ripped what out is or this? something. I've oh, yeah. Heard of this. Oh, I'll you tell should, you about like, it later. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty crazy. Like, it's also like one of the weirder ones. I mean, honestly, just say it on the pod because I'm sure other people would be interested. Oh, yeah. You, you, know, you never know. If you're on a movie podcast and people are talking about the Diablo past, you're like, what the hell's that? 
just to sum it, I mean, like you could talk about just, this just, for so just long, quick but to summary, sum it up, yeah. it's like these hikers in, I guess it, it had to have been Russia in the fifties. <laughs> yeah. I think they were like advanced, advanced mm-hmm. hikers that were, um, uh, went up this, you know, insane, or you should just look it up now, Tyler. I um, am. <laughs> yeah. This, this, uh, pass like together. And I think they were there for like a few days and there was like mm-hmm. a major snowstorm or something. And like, they never returned, and so, like, search parties went out, and basically when they found them, it was, like, all the... Uh, it was just extremely bizarre, like, how they were found. It's not like, oh, like, they died in, like, an avalanche or, like, like frostbite or whatever. Apart. Like, their tents were, like, torn apart from, like, the inside, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of them were, like, naked, and like I said, like, there, some people's tongues were missing, and, like there was indication that some of them had like climbed up a tree, like a really tall tree and had like fallen out of the tree. And, um, there's, there's an incredible amount of theories like surrounding Mm. like what happened. Yeah, Everything from like a Yeti to like a bio weapon being tested on them. Right. Yeah. There's (laughs) both equally likely in Russia. Exactly. (laughs) Apologies to any of our Russian listeners. Yeah. Well, they probably know about, they probably have theories. Hey, hey, let us know. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, why why, did, you, why did I have to explain that? <laughs> because I didn't know. And yeah. I mean, if you're going to be like, oh, look it up, Tyler, like I'm sure the audience would like to know as well. Well, what was your comparison, Connery? You said that oh, yeah, three so, was... So three was uh, altitude sickness. And, and I feel like we're, we're here now where <laughs> I don't know what happened. I feel like I'm lost. I feel like I'm naked and my eyes are gouged out somewhere on a mountaintop. <laughs> That's very good. I was also going to say... We went from altitude sickness up on a mountain straight to 47 meters down. We got <laughs> we got the bends, just the like bends. absolute darkness down in the ocean. We got hardcore nitrogen poisoning. <laughs> yeah, just from the mountains to the ocean. Like, from the highest highs to the, the lowest low. The human body is not. I guess that goes from two to four, more yeah. so, if you didn't count three. But, mm. um, you know, that's our, <laughs> that's our uh, little summary. But before we get dive further into the final destination we got our usual segment of what's new um let's start with lily then connery okay then me just (gasps) because i feel like set the order (laughs) just because i feel like lily and me have very similar things that we watch together yeah so we can break it up with connery oh me well, one thing about I've watched that I know Tyler hasn't. Um, I guess if like I'm thinking about you know what have I been watching lately, like the most out of anything, it's probably The Handmaid's Tale. The oh. last couple months, I basically like um, a couple years ago I watched the first season. I actually I thought I convinced myself that I had finished the first season and gone into the second. Mm-hmm. But um I think that uh, so the fourth season is like relatively recent. I know that it's out. I believe it's like the final final season. Mm-hmm. Um sorry if I'm wrong about that. But since I was seeing like marketing for it and stuff, I was like maybe I should go back and try it it basically started to like I don't know, kind of lose me a little bit. Is it on season 4 or 5 now? Four. Oh wow okay um, that's a long show yeah and uh uh so i was like let me give it another shot and it turns out i didn't even finish the first se- i basically oh. made it to the very last episode of the first season when i like abandoned it and honestly where i had jumped off was right where in my opinion it started to get really good mm-hmm. and i think that all of season two was really good so i got through that very easily and I was like, oh, shit, I'm hooked again. Yeah. And then... Season three. I'll be honest, like, all of season three, Ooh. I was, like, not into and just started season four. And I'm like, mm. ugh. And it's gotten... To, it's just one of those things, I guess, maybe Tyler does this with video games and various, <laughs> like, bad movies and stuff. Like, it's certainly not a bad show, but it's mm. just, like, some of the directions it's taking and Elizabeth Olsen's character just starts becoming actively fucking so annoying and aggravating and the uh, and um but it gets to a point where like i was saying i know tyler does this it's like you put yourself through something for however long and it's like i just gotta finish what you i did started. this to myself i just need to go ahead and finish it so <laughs> it's hard because it's like i want to recommend that show for a lot of reasons i mean it's easily one of the most beautiful shows mm-hmm. i have ever seen wow. like visually it's stunning it's almost worth it just to watch for mm. The visuals, but on the one hand, it's like, on the other hand, it's, 
it's so brutal, sometimes needlessly so, to a mm. point where it's like, I don't know. And it's just frustrating, so frustrating. And I don't know, people are maybe going to come after me. <laughs> like, I don't actually really know how people feel about this show if they're like, oh, it's perfect. <laughs> I think there are two but, different camps. Like, you're, you're describing either like, somebody's having a really good time with like it's that like pro-feminism like rise up and fight the patriarchy kind of deal but then at the same time it indulges this like male fantasy of like just being needlessly brutal to a woman the have you seen any of it i've seen some parts of it and some parts are even from the first season i'm like this is kind of like not oh, my I, jam totally. i don't i don't like seeing women get hurt in general so i'm it's, just kind of like no and it just gets worse <sighs> Um, See, it makes me less inclined to watch it. Yeah, it just feels kind of like I think you said like indulgent. It feels so overindulgent at mm-hmm. times. Like, so it's kind of hard because I don't know. I love that whole like dystopian stuff and like uh, I don't know. So eh, I didn't mean to go on about the Handmaid's Tale so that's so fine. long, but it's it's one of those things that's like complicated. Hey, Lily, you're me. setting the pace of this podcast. You you <laughs> want a thirty minute episode? We can go for an hour. <laughs> Uh, it's complicated to me. So it's like, yeah, I want to recommend it, but I'm also like, but just be aware. Anyway, (laughs) so that's probably what I've been watching the most, like regularly. Nice. Is that show also, um, a couple things that Tyler might also get into. Um, we watched Black Widow. How is Black, yes, how is Black Widow? I was told I couldn't hear about your guys' experience until the pod. So well, how was it? we can't get totally into it because you haven't seen it yet. But you can, I honestly don't care. You can spoil it for me. <laughs> um, you know, I thought it was fine. I'm going to say that I was really put off from the beginning from that, uh, from that overly long uh, opening sequence with um basically there's an opening sequence with like a slowed down version of like smells like teen spirit and it just oh god it was a little bit insufferable Mm. (laughs) um and uh so i feel like that kind of put a bad taste in my mouth from the beginning but i don't think that the rest of the movie really like felt like, like it was it was a good like rest of the movie it's just I keep thinking back to that opening. Like when I think about that movie, it's just like, oh, anyway, I thought it was really good. The action sequences were really good. good. Um, it's just certain points of it. It's just like the pacing feels a little bit weird. It's very different from how's, like any other Marvel movie. How's Florence like, Plue or Pugh or however you pronounce her last name? I'm sorry. She's, you know, she's good. I love her. Yeah. I absolutely love her. I kept saying when she was on screen, when I was watching it with Tyler, I was like, oh my God, she's so pretty. She is very pretty. <laughs> she's, I, I really like her. But like the whole, you know, she has a Russian accent the whole time. And mm-hmm. it's like, maybe this is just me, but I fixate so much on people's accents when I know it's not like, you know. Their the real, real accent. accent. And it just, it slipped so often to the point where like, I, you know, again, I know not everyone's like me, but it distracts me so much. <laughs> did uh, did Scarlett Johansson have a Russian accent? Because no, I no, know no. that like Wanda kind of like in the WandaVision diverts to her like, Sarconian right. or whatever accent in fictional accent in no this. she never Sokovian. does, does Sokovian, she ever in uh, any of the as as Black Widow in any of the movies does she at any point like in flashbacks or anything uh, have a Russian accent because I, I think she does at some point but hey Jacob Badia can correct us probably he saying. absolutely could yeah. <laughs> yeah let us know tweet at us <laughs> we'll retweet you Jacob <laughs> yeah but um yeah I I liked Black Widow a lot more than I thought I would mm-hmm. um there's a lot of there's certainly pieces in it like just structurally that. Um, I like the idea of a lot, like the whole family structure yeah. of of her and David Harbour and Florence Pugh and uh, I was Rachel, David Harbour in it. Like I was kind of. I mean, he's about the him. best part. Yeah, he's the I, best part. Yeah. I just wish his character had a little bit more to do, uh-huh. for sure. But I like them as a family unit. Just it really slows down at a certain point with them just like hanging out in a house, just like in uh, Age of Ultron. I oh think right, it is. yeah, they do hang out. Um, in the they do the same Ultron. thing in this, but. Uh, honestly some of the action sequences are like absolutely phenomenal like mm-hmm. this yeah. is like oh like this is i, I want to go back and watch this movie again just for some of the sequences especially if she like assaults this like air like this like floating fortress base kind of thing yeah. at the end that's just like it's really really interesting um to watch this now it's just kind of like it because of you know, what you mentioned about like it really slows down in the middle to try to like establish like the family mm-hmm. relationships I feel like because of that, it feels like like they're like, oh shit, we have to wait. Let's 
let's figure out the plot here for the we last have to add quarter. character to this. <laughs> and you don't even really see the villain until like the last quarter of the movie. Oh. And that's where it starts to feel like, oh that's my God, Task now they're really Master, like right? rushing things and, huh? Taskmaster is the villain. I think that, one, that right? yeah. Um, that's one of them. But oh, then oh, it's one of also, them, yeah. Like Ray Winstone is in it as one of the uh, antagonists. Fart Winslow. Does is that, is that a superhero? <laughs> is is that is that superhero or supervillain or? Uh, he's have a like name? so. I don't. It's, it's go, been like I, a, it's been a few months. So. Look, I don't want to go into it because it's like whoever hasn't seen it, I don't want to like spoil it. Yeah. I guess so. Because right. I like I would recommend it, but he he's one of the uh, he's a Russian character. I'll say that. <laughs> and Ray Winstone is the most British man in terms of being like just like a street <laughs> like a. Street kingpin. So he's it's not. Like, oh, I'm Ray, Ray Winstone. Yeah. It's like he's putting on a Russian accent. Uh, <clears throat> you can refer back to Craven? our. You can refer back to our Kingdom of the Crystal Skull episode <laughs> for more Ray Winstone talk. Because yes. he's the one that's like, sorry, Indy. Sorry, Jonesy. That's what he says. Sorry, Jonesy. Yeah. He's just like incredibly British. I think he's like pretty bad in this movie, uh. but I kept forgetting his name. Lily mumbled Fart Winslow because that's what I kept calling him. And then I remember that his name was actually Ray Winston. I'm like, wow, that's closer. That's like a <laughs> that's like a Freudian slip or something. Yeah, it is. So anyways, I like Ray Winston a lot, but it's just a weird casting. And like, feels mm. a little disrespectful yeah. to the movie to be like, yeah, let's just throw this guy in. And yeah. like, it's a character. I would read into it. It's like, oh, it's a character in the comics and everything that like, or I don't even think it's a character in the comics. Oh, yeah. Uh, they just like, they just like threw a character in so that like, we wouldn't have to worry about it because it this... It's kind of a prequel to Endgame and Infinity yeah. War. Honestly, the whole timeline thing is a mess. But if you just detach all that stuff and like watch this before Infinity War, I think it's a lot better. That's what I felt like I wanted to do. I wanted to just kind of. It seemed like so removed almost from the timeline that I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll just watch this and I'll it's stick almost it. Almost completely. It's like entirely removed. Yeah, which I, I like a lot. Honestly, is it like after Civil War or something where it takes place? After or? Civil War, before Infinity War. Okay. Before the war. Before, after the war. Before, before the war. Before the war. <laughs> um, but it, I liked a lot that it was mostly just detached from all the marveliness. I mean obviously it's a Marvel film still, but it's like But it's like more super spy. There's only yeah, there's only one sequence really, like a very short scene where it's like bum 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 mm. and I'm like, okay. Like I just liked it being its own little story That's cool. in the universe. So it, it felt a lot more disconnected and I appreciated that at least. So nice. Yeah, it feels and like looks very different. Even little things like, you know, one of the first things I noticed was like, oh, like Scarlett Johansson doesn't is totally barefaced for like the first, like, half of the movie, maybe the oh, a majority wow. of the movie, she just has, like, no makeup on. And uh, just little things like that. It's like, they would never do that in Avengers in an, in an Avengers movie. And, like, I know that that's intentional. They're, like, stripping it down. She has this that, like, story, no but makeup, makeup. Like, no movie makeup, makeup you know? Yeah. I mean, I even, I thought that, but I was, like, I honestly think that she's, like, basically bare. I know she wouldn't be, like, entirely barefaced, but, like, I don't know. I think that they make an effort to to like separate intentionally separate it from from uh yeah. from the Avengers movies. Um it yeah. has a very different feel. Tyler, but. did you ever did you ever play the game Rise of the Imperfects? Yeah. I had that for PS2. Yeah. I liked it. Oh, are you, are you gonna ask me if I ever fought or played as Johnny Ohm? Not Johnny Ohm, no. <laughs> Johnny Ohm. Johnny Ohm stunk. He had lightning powers yeah, and was, was like kind of stupid. stupid. I was talking more about the ballerina character that I would emphatically use in the in the Black Widow movie, who she would like stomp the ground and like do like sonic pulses. Yes, it sounds familiar. Do you remember who it is? I don't remember her name, but like that's yeah. that that character stuck with me for so long to the point where I was like if Black if I ever like directed a Black Widow movie or made a Black Widow comic, I, that would be like her antagonist for me for like the entire thing. That might have been a new character for the game. I think so too. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was know. Black Widow. Yeah, just the last sorry. thing I wanted to. Oh no no no! Uh, the, just the last thing I wanted to say that we don't we really don't have to talk about. Uh, <laughs> we watched the Green Inferno, which Tyler had seen. It's it's several oh, years old. I think, at that, this point, it is an Eli Roth movie. Eli Roth, thank you. And holy shit, that was disturbing. That's all I have to say. <laughs> it was disturbing. <laughs> Connery, what's new with you? What's new with me? That's a good question, Lily. Well, you know, I started following this Twitter page where it's just called Fraser looking at video games. <laughs> and you keep tagging me in And it. I keep tagging... I have not... I've shown self-control and not tagged you in a bunch of other ones. I mean, they're all really good. <laughs> they're fantastic. And so I was... I. I just want to say, follow that page. Follow Frasier looking at video games. It brings a smile to my face every single time I see it. 
And then I'll say what I've actually been watching is over the past, I don't know, over a week or so, I've been in Maui. And while in Maui, we watched a lot of Discovery Channel shows, a lot of Travel Channel so- shows. And some of them, those included Ghost Adventures, one of my favorite shows to watch. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Naked and Afraid, which I haven't watched in a long time and had so much fun. And then the spinoff that I didn't know existed until vacation, Naked and Afraid of Love. <laughs> oh, I know Turin O'Neill. Uh recent guest mm-hmm. and future friend. I need a new phrase for this. That's like <laughs> recent guest and future it, friend. Do we agree it was <laughs> in, impending guest? Impending guest. There we go. Recent and impending guest. Always forever friend. Turn mm-hmm. on deal. He he recommended Naked and Afraid. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Naked and Afraid and in Love, the spin-off where it's much like every other romance so many show. So emotions going on. Yeah, much like every other show that's on Discovery or like Discovery Plus, I guess, or like TLC or whatever. Where it's naked and afraid, but they're on a beautiful tropical island. Everyone's naked, and they just pair off with each other, and all the drama that ensues. They're also trying to semi-survive, so like put some fronds over this like pre-made structure we did, and like most of the time you're all just sexy and having fun, and like you're naked and we're blurring out all the naughty bits. I just think it's so stupid. That's so strange. It's so bizarre. I almost wanted to be like, no, it's not a sexy island. It's a horrifying, like, oppressive island. And they should just be like, like, no, I'm teaming up with them because they know how to make fire and they know how to catch food and stuff. I'm looking up uh, Google Images for it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's all blurred out. But, yeah. Uh, it's like It keeps showing, like, the same couple. And one's like... The dude, actually, it seems like there's a bunch of dudes that are just like really fit. Like, yeah, it's just a bunch of ripped, ripped sexy dudes. Everyone seems really fit. Well, would yeah. you, I mean, who do you think would go on that show where you're naked 100% of the oh, time? Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, of there's not going to be like, really, like really insecure guy and really insecure girl <laughs> on, on Naked and Afraid of Love. I've, I've never seen it, but at my old job uh, in the, in the break room, there was like a certain group of people at my job that like every <laughs> they, they took to lunch all at the afraid. same time. What? <laughs> they would show up naked. And they afraid would all take work. lunch at the same exact time, like every day, and they would all put something on the TV, like a show that yeah. they would just like watch a whole season of something together. Are you and naked the- and afraid was one of them. And I, I, all I could think about every time I saw it was just like, oh my god, there are multiple people on this show. I'm sure who's only dedicated like full-time job is to fucking blur everything yeah. out and it, just thinking about that is just maddening oh yeah like, i'd probably some lose poor my mind assistant too. editor's job it's like blur just blurring blur, blur. boobs and butts and, and penises, penises. <laughs> like, like that's their job that's terrible and you know what? oh finally my last thing i'll bring up is i watched a show called a haunting one of my favorite things in the world is ghost shows and my what tops it always is bad reenactment ghost shows me too yes because it kind of helps like because i get a little too i get way too spooked from paranormal Mm -hmm. stuff but like if there's a goofy reenactment to go along with it it kind of like makes it a little less scary. so one it helps visualize and two they're always over the top and stupid beyond all belief and i have so much fun watching them the whole entire trip made me resolve to be like I am getting Discovery Plus. <laughs> so that was Sold. my that was my final resolution. I was like, I am getting Discovery Plus. That's the last straw. I'm doing it. So, it's just too much shit that I want to watch on it. A haunting and Naked and Afraid of Love is on Discovery Plus. A, ha- a haunting, Naked and Afraid and Love, Naked and Afraid. The 90 Day Universe. 90 Day Universe. <laughs> oh my god. Passport to Love. Universe. Everything is fucking on Discovery Plus. <laughs> Food oh Network. God. Everything is there. 90 Day Fiance. Food Network. All of it. All of it. It's, it's all, all real. real. <laughs> and it's all fucking on Discovery. <laughs> it's all on Discovery Plus. Get Discovery Plus. <laughs> Harrison Ford smoking a fat blunt watching Discovery Plus. Having a good time with I Chewbacca. I peaked so hard. <laughs> the franchise okay. is brought to you by Discovery Plus. Get Discovery Plus! <laughs> Somebody please sponsor us. Uh, Tyler, what's new with you? Um, I, I feel like we've had plenty to talk about. I will just say, I'm not going to go into detail at all, but I just want to like piggyback onto what Lily was saying about... Um, Black Widow. No, uh, uh, The Handmaid's Tale, in me playing the Mass Effect 
trilogy remastered. Finishing what you started. <laughs> In just that, like, I, I really enjoyed playing it. It was a lot of nostalgia, but also just, like, it's a really well-made series, I think. It and is. some of the characters are just so well-written. It's Shepherd. like... <laughs> Rex. <laughs> Shepherd Rex. Uh... <laughs> It's like all the characters so well written. It's like better than most TV shows I've seen. Like I just really want to see like a miniseries or something. Now it had it have to be more than that. But anyways, like kind of like Lily was saying with with The Handmaid's Tale, it's like you're really invested, and then by like the third season, you're kind of like, this is like I don't know if I'm really into the story anymore. Mm. It's kind of what happens with me. Like Mass Effect Three, it just gets really focused on certain things that I don't care about as much. Yeah. Um. But overall. I highly recommend it if you haven't played it. It's very so. good. I'll dig Although, into it some other episode or Patreon down the line or something <laughs> if we ever do that. That'd but. be really fun. I'd I'd love to do like a video game tr- like video game series episode with you or something. Because be that's fun. a franchise. Yeah, it is. So okay, so are we going to talk about the Final Destination, the Great NASCAR Disaster? Yes, we absolutely <laughs> are the Great NASCAR Disaster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess since we have to, since we're here. <laughs> I think we all agree this movie sucks. <laughs> it was one of the probably the worst things I've seen. Aside from the opening montage and the opening credits where it goes through that all the cool. other like it kinda gets you a little a little amp. Yeah, like an x ray version of all like the deaths that happen where they're the always like skeletons it getting is like really, killed. It's one of those things that like plays on the nostalgia of like the franchise where it's like, Oh, look at all the kills from the franchise. But it does work. Like, I don't know. It's mm-hmm. just really cool. It's it's way better than just showing the shots from yeah. their old movies, but like reenacting them with like some like some dumb CG mm-hmm. skeletons. Like, and putting fun. credits over it. Like, yeah. it's just kind of... It's yeah. good. It's a good, fun <laughs> good idea. idea. Yeah. And it's the best part of this movie. It's true. It's, it's <laughs> the best and only good part. <laughs> and boy, howdy, it just goes on a downward spiral. Like... You were saying, does it ever go down or was it always down there? I think it was just always down, then it gets drained through the sphincter hole. And then, (laughs) oh my god, we're gonna mention it so many times. Truly, though, this movie is a like, it's It's I was thinking about it, I was like, you know what? I think it's this could possibly be the worst, um, movie if you would if you want to classify it as Mm -hmm. like a horror thriller movie. This might be the worst that I've seen in that genre. Do you like, think this is the worst movie that's been on the franchise thus far? Oh. <laughs> uh, hmm. Uh, I would... I don't know. Maybe... maybe I, I haven't seen, see. obviously, all the movies that you guys have seen, but... I'd probably say so just in terms of, like, it wasn't as painful to watch. I don't know. Like, The Starving Games is really bad, but that's kind it of is. a bonus but it's, episode. But it's just, like, a bad... It's, like, it's just like almost an intentionally bad movie. But it knows exactly yeah, right. what it is. I mean, this one knows what it is, but also, like, leans on being lazy as hell. It's mm-hmm. so like, lazy. Okay? Yeah. That's such a good way to describe this movie. Incredibly lazy and, mm-hmm. and such piggybacking off of, I... you know, like, it, 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 it depends so much on the viewer's, um, you know, uh, the expectation that the viewer has seen all the previous movies. They know how it works. They're mm-hmm. like, we're not going to bother too much, like, trying to set this up. And it's like, on the one hand, it's like, yeah, I get it. Like, it's... That's it knows what it is and like that is the most the, the people who are going to see this movie most likely yeah they have seen all of them yeah. so but uh, I don't know it's it's a little bit of an abomination honestly like just as a film if you even want to call it that like I also noticed like right off the bat like good god the CGI in this like I haven't seen the I know you guys just watched one through three mm-hmm. I I haven't seen those it's been a couple years oh the cgi but, like, is better than those than like, is in these it compared to like the first movie like where i'm assuming there's not a lot because of the what year was the first one 2005 uh, no i think it was actually just 2000 oh yeah 2000. i think it was wow. much older than that Ooh. because but remember it, it was like but yeah final destination one came out in 2000 yeah as evidenced by the tsa check-in system mm-hmm. of the time and yeah. a plane it, movie it's just disaster. so of the era of like we're just gonna use cgi for everything because it's so much easier and like more affordable yeah. and like everything and like nobody people just ran with it and mm-hmm. nobody really stopped to think about like but does I, this even look any like you know believable at all not i'm not saying that all this mm-hmm. stuff has to look believable obviously 
but it's just like God, it is hot trash. The CG, mm-hmm. all the CGI in the, this. The just, engine that like slams into the lady is looks like so everything, dumb. Everything, everything looks in dumb. that big. That big, what, what do you call, what is the NASCAR pileup. <laughs> well, what is in the Final Destination movies, the big, uh, you know, ev- the scene where everyone evades death, like the thing. The like, premonition. What it, uh, the premonition scene, I guess. That's, is that I, what call, it, I call, call it, it the premonition because that's like the thing that leads mm-hmm. to them being like, oh no, but it's like, it's a catastrophe, I suppose. Yeah, like a way. it is all the, just uh, such dog it? shit. Like it looks so bad. Tyler, what do you call it? I call it the Breaking Dawn Part 2 sequence, <laughs> even though that came out after this. It just looks like they're not even movie, trying. Check it out. Like, they're not even trying. Like, it's... Um, and it's a little bit infuriating, honestly. I like, uh, you know, I don't know how people felt about it in 2009, but... It's probably God. frustrating. I think it was very bad then, too. Yeah. But you said it made the most money of any of them, Tyler. Unfortunately, yeah, probably because of the marketing. Yeah, I mean, what do we even talk about this movie? There's a bunch of like racist stuff going on in this movie. Yeah. It sucks. Don't even really want to get into it. Yeah, I, I would like to not bring it up either. Almost, I think it's... anybody that like like we don't need to explain any of it. There's mm-hmm. just like some certain imagery that just like, I mean, let, like there's literal stuff of like there's a guy credited as racist and the yep. lady and racist, as racist wife. wife. Um, but there's imagery too that's just like very evidently like in very poor taste. All that yeah. stuff is very and so shitty. completely needless. Yeah, like absolutely. not 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 even that. It's not you know, thematic. If it was no. justified, like if it did tie, in, it's still bad. If they did tie it into something else, but it's just the fact that there is nothing. It's even the thing you know to, uh, later on with the you know the Chinese uh, character mm-hmm. and the like. It's just it's so so unbelievably unnecessary. Um, yeah, that just comes out of nowhere. Like you're saying, Lily, like. Like there's the guy in the old guy who's like gonna get in like a water massage. He's thing. like a tub or something. He's like, like in the Korean War. Water he's therapy. just like being racist to the the person working there. And you're like, oh, like you said something along the lines of like, oh, it's 2009, so like this is their like the laziest way of like being edgy in a way. And yeah. It's like yeah. of course this would never happen now, which is like it's just pretty abominable that this mm-hmm. would happen. Abominable indeed. Just as the same way that we ago. see a full on fucking scene, it's like straight out yeah, of like we a literally see porn. porn. It's like this is just a fucking lazy way to be edgy. Yeah. And like that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately this movie is David R. Ellis who did the second movie, which I think is my wow. favorite. And it's just like he went a little over the top. He went really too care. far. I mean, it's weird. Like both directors who did sequels, uh, James Wong did FD one and three, mm-hmm. and then David R. Ellis did two and four, and then there's a different director for five. Yeah, uh, both of their sequels were like just felt like not as good as the originals, mm-hmm. but they just kept it going. It's like know. they became characterized versions of each other, which is very right, interesting. Because James Wong doubles down on like the whole rules of it and, and like, being, being serious, right? But they both are like. Like misogynistic in different mm-hmm. ways. Like he's very. I, don't know, he, I talked about it last time. He he just gives his women really. James Wong gives his gives him really horrific like extended deaths, and then. Whereas a whole a whole character who just, uh, just his whole thing is to like be the comic relief, but really yeah, he's just being like terrible to women. Yeah, and yeah. again, just every man just gets like a. Snap! He's like they are they are dead in a blink of an eye. Like they they do not suffer. Yeah, it's like I don't want to sum this up too early because there's still some other things to talk about. But I think like this is still a great franchise to reboot. It's just is so in its like two thousandsness with all this bullshit. It's just like you know I think the idea of seeing I was thinking too. It's just like oh why is everybody young like in this in this movie to bring mm-hmm. it back to the Final Destination? Like there's a bunch of young people and then one guy who's like maybe ten years older than them, like the security yeah. guard. And it's just like, oh, what an interesting idea to have people of all like disparate ages and group and background and everything. That was two. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like they should do more stuff like that. But I guess at the same time, there's something just about having like young people dying. It's like not you don't really have to think about it as much as compared to if it was like older people mm. where it gets like a little sad or something. Yeah, I guess so. But when a young person dies, it's not sad. <laughs> I mean, when when they all suck, I guess. Yeah, when they're all pieces of shit, it's. I mean, easy. it's just such a complete product of its time, though. It's like yeah. everybody in you know early two thousands going to see these movies in theaters. It's like that's that's the demographic. 
who's going to, s- yeah. to see it. Like these young, like, you know, I mean, teen, early 20s. Like, like and you're kids, trying to scare and they, them. They just want to, yeah. They're just going there to just be grossed out and just like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're like rebooting a lot of stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, really fast. I was on a plane and I just saw Final Destination, I think a week or so earlier when I was on that plane. And I was like, <laughs> I think I even said Tyler when I was on the road and Rocky Mountain was playing. <laughs> yeah, Connery sent me a video of Rocky Mountain playing on the radio. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, which is like the dead the dead murder theme in the first Final Destination. Anyway. Well, anyway, I ultimately like I again I said this earlier like I haven't seen the the ones preceding this for a few years and the one that comes after it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't specifically remember, but like I uh, I feel like the the deaths in this the um the violence like the uh graphic nature of it all it's tell me if i'm wrong i feel like it's it's not nearly as like intense in this it's like not as not nearly as brutal and i feel like the the bad cgi and pandering to like Mm. the 3d like stuff in this is like kind of it takes away from like the scariness in a way like it it just looks so bad and so fake. Like mm. anytime someone dies, that it's just like it's not really that scary. Am I wrong though? I feel like the, I feel like the the death sequences in the movies coming before this were like a lot uh, the, scarier. These yeah. were all just very were like really like uh, cartoony yeah. cartoonish it's in like a way. The, to me. the deaths in the first one are are very like intense. I would yeah. say, and they're like they they kind of tease you by being like you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a teasing intenseness. And then the second one is almost slapstick and, like, what, what's, what's that word? Camp, in a way, yeah, where like, it's, like, it it's like exactly, fun but horrifying. Right. I remember, like, like, the second one, like, knows exactly what it is. It's like, okay, how do we amp up the first one to just make it more fun? Because mm-hmm. there's so many rules in the first one. And then both sequels just, like, double down on the things that those directors... Yeah, because the third one goes on being serious, but, like, gruesome, like, mm-hmm. really like, over-the-top death. This isn't fun. This is, like, oh, like, this is, like, not enjoyable, obviously. Like, this is a horror series. Yeah. And then the second one's, and like, the, and the f- this is goofball fun, and the fourth yeah. one's just, just, like, turd town. There's just nothing that freaks yeah. me out in this. And there's, yeah. there's at least That's one or true. two moments in what? There's that one. One sequence where she goes to the salon and they're cleaning her toenails and it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> yeah, right, that freaks you <laughs> out. Really Extreme close up of her big toe and yeah. they're scraping we, the nail. We had like we had like a glimpse of like what would like terrify us most 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 in these movies where Lily was scared of like toenail scrapings and I was terrified of being nailed to a wall by my flesh. <laughs> I do feel like later like later on like the the movie theater like this came out the same year as Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. And there's like the scene where the movie theater explodes in this movie. Yes, but and it's like, so cartoonish. It's like it's not even scary. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Um, no, I was just gonna <laughs> say like Quentin Tarantino. I'm sure at some point he's seen this movie, but yeah. I just want to believe that he has like a film print of this film <laughs> that he cut himself. He has it for that cuticle scene. Yeah, which is just all the toes, <laughs> <laughs> all the foot stuff in this movie, and then also That's the, so the dumb. and then That's it ends with a the dumb joke. <laughs> Is it though? I don't know. I feel like it's so overplayed. Okay, I'm sorry. No, I made the joke. Uh, well, you know, I made it. You just knew where I was going because that's how easy and blame it was. Yeah, but exactly. Keep, keep all this in because I deserve the hate emails. I still don't Nobody think it was your fault. We keep no. getting emails from some, like something that says we signed up for Norton Antivirus and we didn't. <laughs> And it's like the most fake email ever. And I'm just like, where is this charging to? Like, well, you wanted spam. Yeah, that's true. Well, what was your rounding out your thought on the movie theater thing? Or yeah, did you Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> no, I was just saying, like, he probably has a film print of this because of the foot stuff. <laughs> but but the movie theater. Well, anyway, do you guys not agree with me having just seen the first three before this? I'm mm-hmm. like, in, in my mind, when I think of the Final Destination movies, you know, there's there's a good handful of sequences that, like, Ooh, it like disturbs oh, yeah. disturbs me a bit. There's nothing in this movie that no. like other than maybe the escalator thing is a little bit frightening. The but... escalator is gross. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, that's yeah. like that's an actually like so there's some good stuff in this movie in terms of like the kills and then there's some like really off like most of it's just really sucks and is terrible. Mm. 
Two things I do like a lot is the car wash one. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. That like one's that. good. That's a good sequence. Just because like, it's, it's not probable. I think there's really limited CGI, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, think... it's not probable, but it is like interesting. But it is probable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With uh... Wait, didn't I just say it's not probable? Oh, but it is possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's not probable, but it is probable. <laughs> What a dumb podcast we have. Stupid idiot. <laughs> Anyways, it's fun to see the moonroof filled with water. It's like, oh, I never thought about that. And her head stuck in there. I'm like, man, I almost. But it's also a thing with this movie. It's like wishful Mel Connery's dying. It's not <laughs> probable, but it is probable. <laughs> It's weird, like the thing, like there's something about these movies that taps into something with our culture. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, you want to see these like jerks get killed in mm-hmm. a way. Like, I, you almost want that like lady to get like she's not even a jerk, but you just almost no. want her to get hit by like the she put tampons wash. in her kids' ears. Not her. She's the one that gets hit with a rock in the oh, head. Oh right. Who's this? Which lady? Uh, the oh, girl oh, the, who's no, in the, she did nothing wrong. She did car nothing. wash. Yeah. yeah. You almost want to see just what just to see what would happen if that was a thing. Yeah. You know? But anyways, they save her. That that uh that whole sequence is good, and then also, um, I totally forgot what the other one was that wasn't. <laughs> I, I will say, like I uh, I think other than again the uh, the escalator death, which turns out to just the be a premonition death. anyway. Yes. So it's uh, that um, and on it uh, that in the car wash one definitely are that stands out in my mind. Yeah. Like I don't there's something I don't know about you guys, but like. I used to get a little bit scared in the car walk. Like, it was one of those things where it was equally fun but scary to me Mm. as a very young kid. You would go inside the car wash with the car? Oh, what did you just say? You would go inside the car wash with the car? With the car? Like, you'd be inside the car in the car wash? Yes. What kind of car? I... (laughs) There's car washes without. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm having a stroke. No. There's car um, washes. I've okay, never been inside a car okay, so wash. The car, the car wash that this woman went in. in yes. This movie, you've never driven. I've through never one of those? driven through a car wash. No. Um, I've always taken what? it, and it's been gone through a machine, and it's gone throughout the other side. It's been dried, and I tip the, tip the t- dudes who dry it, okay, and I go. Well. <laughs> I'm glad that you put in that you tip them. Yeah, of course. So that I will everybody. Say, <laughs> I tip. I'm a good person. <laughs> Okay, I've never been through this. a gas station <laughs> filthy car wash. Oh Trash. Look, Connery, you grew up what? in LA. I have noticed yeah. since moving to LA, uh-huh. there is like a major, for some reason, there's like a huge lack of those. Um, yeah, there, there's those not a lot of self service just drive through at, at a gas station. And you know what? I take that back. I've been through that. I don't know like, why, but I've, there been, aren't... I've been through those maybe once or twice in my life. And both times I thought it was so whimsical and fun. <laughs> it is fun. I used to go in there all the time as a kid. Well, there I were a lot a more lot. where I was growing up, and my mom would. Yeah. So anyway, so I would. So it's it was equal parts like fun, but also a little bit scary mm. at the same time. Like I don't know why. It's just like such a weird like I don't know. So so to me that was always kind of interesting because it's like yeah, what if you do get stuck in there? Yeah. What if you can't get out of your car? Like, what if your neck gets stuck in the wi- <laughs> in, like in the moon moon window or whatever? Um. But so I mean that was interesting, but it's also like. There's nothing, I don't know, seriously effective for me, like in terms of like gruesome level of like gruesomeness, grotesqueness (laughs) in this. So there's like the car wash and then what was the other one? The escalator. The escalator. Yes. That would, I would always think as a kid going to my local mall, going up the escalator, I'd always be scared of it. Mm. I still get scared. (laughs) I would like run my like the side of my sneaker against it every yeah. against like the fur every time. They're like, oh no, but what if I get caught in yeah. there? <laughs> my shoelace shoe will get stuck. And then one time I was working at Sears. That was like my job out of like in college. I remember when you worked, I worked at, Sears. at Sears. And I worked there before at a different Sears. Um, and that one in Santa Clarita, um, I came into work one day and like the escalator was shut down. There's like all these <gasps> caution signs and stuff. And they said like, Oh yeah, like an older guy got stuck in the escalator. Oh god. And he started bleeding. <gasps> and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm so glad I wasn't here. It was terrifying just to hear about." Oh, god. Yeah. And I'm like, "Are you guys just messing with me? Like it sounds like something they almost were messing yeah. with me with." But it was like my manager was telling me oh, this. I'm just like, "Oh man, like that spooked me even more about escalators <laughs> as an adult." I'm like, "I don't want to be near an escalator. I got to be careful where my feet are." But I think we got to talk Darn about technology. I think we got to talk about what we all really want to talk about, and that's really bad Harvey Dent who makes his own luck and gets his butt sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Did you write that down? No, I made that up right now. Oh. <laughs> wow, the Riddler. <laughs> I'm the Riddler. I remembered it being a lot more 
maybe not a lot more, but a, a, a bit more. <laughs> a lot wild. more gruesome. Me and Tyler were making so many fun jokes oh, about man. that one line he says. He <laughs> was having such a bad time. What line does he oh, say? Oh, when you kept Re- talking like Heads or tails, baby, you know I like it. <laughs> and then we were doing like Two-Face and it Batman sucks. line. Batman doesn't want Harvey Dent to tell people that. Like, <laughs> no. in pub, like just like control yourself, Harvey Dent. Have a little self-control, Dent. You're the first legitimate layer of Gotham they've seen in years. Can't just go around telling people that. Lily's just observed her notes trying to ignore us. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. This movie sucks. I don't know what to tell all it, you. It's You'll bad. Know. Yeah. The N word is is dropped in this movie. It sucks. Really it is. bad. If and it and it feels like an atomic bomb. It's horrible. Yeah. It's terrible. I uh I I do have a question. I don't mm-hmm. know if there's anything else you guys want to talk about. Oh, there's know, nothing. Just, all left. the 3D is really bad, but I think we already terrible. touched on that. It's yeah. like all yeah. the stuff that's just like. What about really the bad forced. visions? I mean, that's plays into it yeah but like you know like i feel like every other movie has had either signs in the first one where it's like there are legitimate signs that happen where he gets hints and the second one are there really signs or is it just more like forebode it's just like death happens yeah like they don't see like barbed wire split that guy in a yeah bush beforehand. Like, but like it, the third one it's all like photos yeah it's all photos which i liked it's a very physical yeah. representation of like, yeah. you have to figure out this clue mm-hmm. Which I liked a lot. More of like a mystery kind yeah, of Yeah, like a mystery. Story in a way. Yeah. yeah. And the fourth one is literally like 3D snake, uh, <laughs> barbed <laughs> wire, upside down cross, unicorn. No, there's just like a lot of sub- South stuff in this, even though it says McKinley, like when they're at the NASCAR place. Yeah, there's a lot of references to other characters in this. Yes, McKinley is the same place as in Final Destination 3, at least. Mm-hmm. And, and um, Clear Waters. Clear Waters, or Clear. Clear Rivers. River. Clear rivers, the river's water. water. Yes, that's a premonition. In yeah, a way. Um, but it's beca- I feel like in part because like the last day they shot in Vancouver, and then this one they shot in New Orleans. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, let's make it a little more southern for some reason. But like, like you were saying, like the the first movie, there's the John Denver song. Mm-hmm. This time it's kind of like Dixie Land yeah. is the death song, and I'm like, D- we don't need this shit anymore. Like, no. like the South, all that stuff. Like, I mean, that definitely wouldn't be here anymore either. But it's just like. All the, like the adoration for like the Confederacy <laughs> in a in a remote way. It's just like, it's oh man, this is such a product of its time. It's just mm-hmm. it stinks. But yeah. All this stuff's bad. <laughs> Everything about this movie's bad. Um I wish there was a bigger explosion in the pool. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I like the mind, escalator. I thought it was bigger. Like from what I remembered. I yeah. just thought there was a giant, like yeah, I thought I, I kind of see him like implode or something. Yeah, it just they just show to. some chunks blow out, but like nothing like foul really. Yeah, and we don't even see him blow out. We just see like <laughs> the machine blow out. So I just want yeah. for our viewers at home picture the right thing. He's not exploding. There's the more does. blood than like colon blow. Yeah, which oh, I wanted. I want to see like his sucked out skeleton being like. Ugh, Ooh, the that of would the pool. be good if his sucked out skeleton shot out of yeah, the pool. Yeah, that would be very good. Like if you're gonna be silly, just go totally silly. Mm-hmm. And, like that's fine. There there was there was that bit I think Lily you were referencing with like the girl wearing like the uh, like the skimpy underwear and like yeah. her, and like the sexy t shirt and being like that it exists in every single horror movie ever every, made yeah of this era mm-hmm. always got to be a girl just casually in her underwear mm-hmm. just walking around and I thought just... it'd be really funny if the boyfriend came out in the exact same thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that would be the scary movie sequence. scary movie version mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, I don't know. Some of the things I like most about this movie are the end credits. The end credits are good too, but you know what? It comes at the price of the way, oh, this, the, way the movie ends is stupid. Like they just so turn dumb. into three D skeletons, again. and that's what Lily was saying about it being lazy. Yeah, and like because yeah. the ending feels the most lazy to me ever because it tries to eliminate all three people. It was like, what if the plan all along? Was to get us all here, and then a truck hits them, and it just ends, and I it's mean, so dumb. It's like a a thin line of laziness that I like, and but mostly don't like at all. I just like the end credits because they're also lazy. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like with racist and racist wife. Like okay. my favorite thing is like I, I I would like have loved to have this credit like now. Yeah, of just water gun brat, <laughs> girl <laughs> like, on top. No, that's that's bad. <laughs> but I just want to be known as that's my only IMDb credit is Watergun Brat. <laughs> like <laughs> they just don't bother to name anybody and it's little fun. nerdy boy. <laughs> Something I noticed like is talking about like God, these movies are so fucking formulaic and it's like 
Well, yeah. yeah, they know what they're doing. It's a successful franchise, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, there's always a... The lead guy is always like some kind of... You've got the douchebag guy. We've got yep. the guy who the horny golf... Country club loving. In, yeah, in this one. You've always got that guy with a big square jaw and yep. spiky blonde hair or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like from what I remember... Uh, they, they in these everyone. movies, yeah. um, just total misogynist, like, and, but your main guy is always kind of like a derpy, like dude, like he's the right? mayonnaise, like, he's the mayonnaise remember, of the group. He's true. totally remember, yeah. there's like Devin Sawa, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I don't, the I don't know who the second Sean guy L- is. Sean William but, Scott's like the ketchup. He's not even the mustard, but he's like he's just very reliable. Sean William. Well, Scott, I just remember Devin Sawa, Ryan Merriman, and then whoever yeah. this dude is in this, who's just kind of <laughs> a little derpy. Like who who's who's the main? Is there a main dude in the second one, or is it a? I mean, Ali Larder is more so the main. Yeah, Ali Larder. She's, oh wait, she's and the there's main. actually what's her name is is kind of the main character in the third one. It's not even Ryan Merriman, is it? Right, uh, Mary Elizabeth. Mary Mary yeah. Okay, well, I'm remembering this incorrectly. Then. <laughs> but you know, she's kind of, she's kind of derp, she's kind of derpy in that too. I would argue, like she's very main. Every main Not character is, is, hot, is like, yeah is very mayonnaise, where they're like they don't necessarily do anything wrong. They're just kind of like existing in the atmosphere around their like incredible group of shitty friends or like people they know, and they're like, I will, they're my friends. I know he killed someone that one time, but what yeah. are you going to do? I will say like, you're saying like, oh, she's not, whatever you just said, Lily, but just like about Mary Elizabeth Winston or whatever. hot? Yeah, it's just like they were casting for, I was watching the behind the scenes for Final Destination 3. I've been posting some of them to Twitter, <laughs> but James Wong was just like, oh yeah, I was looking for someone like, uh, like she wasn't who I was looking for at first. Like, I guess I was looking for someone like blonde, and he like laughs. I'm like, I literally, oh, dude. I literally was gonna joke. I'm at some like blonde woman. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh my god, you're just like the most basic like director. We just of your needed time. someone more accessible. And then she also said like behind behind the scenes like they're interviewing her separately, and she's like, yeah, like you know, like I know she. What, what, I wasn't who they expected. Like, you know, I have brown hair and I'm not like super. Oh She's perfect. fucking gorgeous and perfect. She's beautiful. <laughs> she, like, like, she was my celebrity crush for a really long time. But she said like, oh, I'm not like super like perky. And I'm like, that is a, th- oh, a word no. I haven't heard in like a decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, oof, that's some coded language. That yeah. sucks real bad too. It's that's honestly, I was feeling that like watching this with you guys. Like, it's like, I, I felt a little, there was a little bit of like, PTSD coming oh. up for me personally just from living during this time and being mm-hmm. at a certain age like in a high school and especially like with the fashion and stuff mm-hmm. the things that I saw people wearing and just like oh it's you know it certainly was not that long ago at all no. but like god I feel like things are so different yeah. in now. retrospect in, that's just 10 years ago it's just a decade ago yeah but it's gen things, z doesn't know how hard we had it <sighs> we had to look at best buy employees well, now <laughs> you it's like, hear that gen z listeners please give us five stars on apple Podcasts. we love you <laughs> now i don't know these kinds of movies like just kind of are now like a, a relic i guess of like that time period and especially for some reason teen horror movies at that time that were always like particularly like misogynist and yeah, like everything and, like just you saying that her mentioning like i'm not like a perky blonde it's like oh my mm. god that sounds so that sounds so un- incredibly it sounds so dated inter- it sounds like so internalized but it's like only because to, she's mm-hmm, like yeah. referencing what how society was <laughs> it's like that wasn't that long ago i lived during that time and it's not like i was someone perfect. like her who, yeah. who was like oh i don't i'm not like one of them and like you know i'm gonna feel bad about myself mm. like because i'm not i don't but, mean to say like everything's perfect now like there's always there's like so much room for improvement, improvement. in everything always yeah uh, socially uh but it has gotten better i i like to think slightly but, at least but you but know. hey, that's why you should reboot Final. De- that's why you, Lily, I'm pointing at her right now. That's why Lily, you should direct the Final Destination reboot. Yeah, that'd be so much fun. I'd be, I'd love a, like a reboot of Final Destination. That might yeah. be really, really fun. Me too. I feel like yeah. we always end up talking about this, like the second to last or like the last episode of like a franchise we're talking about, where we're like, they should reboot this, and then we'll do this all over again. I think it's a great candidate for one because mm-hmm. yeah, it's I mean, just, why not at this point? Yeah. Like, just have the Blumhouse yeah. do it or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you just look back on them, and like I said, like so many of the tropes, and like it's oh, 
God, it's so painfully dated and offensive, right. like at yeah. this point. And it's just like it's ah, a great the, the overall concept is great, but it's just like it's uh, you of, can't look past those things. It's kind of like a timeless idea. It's just mm-hmm. yeah. it's some, yeah. it's weighted down by its the time it was made. I think. Yeah. yeah, I'd call up Tony Todd again. I'm like, we're gonna personify you as death, and Ooh. and maybe maybe I'm too hyper high fantasy with it. I feel like I couldn't direct a or even try to do anything related to a Final Destination because I would be like, Tony Todd is personified. He's like the literal specter of it. I would put him in the crowd. He would like be there like that personally. Would, I mean, honestly, like I just give me more Tony Todd. That, give that man all the work he he, he yeah. can get because he deserves it. Like, and uh, listeners who are who have seen the PlayStation Showcase, he's Venom. He's the voice of Venom. Isn't that great? <laughs> it's awesome. In the Spider-Man 2 video game. The Spider-Man yeah. 2 2 video game. Yeah, Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Not to be confused with Spider-Man 3 2, which is yeah. the movie coming out. Mm-hmm. It's Marvel Spider-Man 2 2. 2. The video game. The video game. <laughs> Where we have Kraven and Venom and who knows how many other bad guys. Maybe Green Goblin's rumored too. Um. On that note. <laughs> <sighs> do you have if, any la- if there was nothing. Oh. Whoa. I was going to say, do you have any last notes on this movie, Lily? Um, God. I wish it didn't exist. At one point, I was like, "This movie needs to be banned." Yeah, you did. You did you say that. We do a thirty-second episode as to why we're not doing this. Most of it sucks bad. Like, I wish this wasn't made, but they had like some concept art of the car wash sequence. Oh, and then uh, what's the one I keep forgetting that was good? What kill? I, I wish. Well, I, I wish they had the car wash sequence, and then they had like concept art of like the sphincter explosion i don't i mean obviously if you guys have any other final thoughts Mm -hmm. um go for it but i do have a a question i want to ask you guys oh yeah sorry we so dumb sorry lily but it's no 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 it's great (laughs) um (laughs) final thoughts on this movie specifically you guys can go for it but uh i have a question after oh after (laughs) after if you guys have anything else okay final thoughts okay okay this movie is pee-pee. Uh, I, I don't know why I said pee-pee. It's because I've had a Mai Tai in old-fashioned, but... Um, <laughs> don't mention that. Don't let them know. Don't let them know. I think uh, they'll know from this episode. Probably. But I, I didn't like this one that much. I, I thought it was very, like we've been saying, it was very lazy. It's very racist. It's very... Misogynistic. It's misogynistic. It's very much the worst elements of when you say it's a product of its time, but really you just mean it's a really awful movie that you probably should just shouldn't Low ever revisit. Quality yeah. Overall. Low quality, bad 3D, bad, bad, bad everything. I would give it on our lovely franchise scale of I guess uh, I don't know. Are, we do stars right or whatever. I don't think we do anything. <laughs> Where are you coming up? I, I give it a Roger. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Just say it's bad and get it's, out. It's dumb and it's bad. Tyler, final thoughts. Some would say that this movie's pee pee. Others would say it's doo doo. I think it's crud butt. Crud butt. I hope this movie gets sucked into a pool and blows up the whole pool complex. With no people involved, obviously. No. But just like, I just, this movie sucks. Uh, some of the deaths are kind of cool or like the setups to the deaths. Mm-hmm. Um,. But hey, just throw those and recycle them into something else or something. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just come up with something new. But overall, like that's a very low bar to appreciate. But hey, if you're gonna stick for a franchise, that's kind of fun, I guess. You gotta but. see it through to the end, as we've learned in our what's it called? <laughs> to what, the bitter what, end. New. Yeah, to the end. Yeah. Lily, what's your question? So I wanna know, up until this point, one through four, uh, what to you guys personally is like the most disturbing uh, deaths that you've seen so far like what like really like what do you think of when um you know when you think of the final destination when I, when I close like my what eyes what, what kind of like what really got under your skin what, what spooked you what is the thing where you're like oh my god this is my worst nightmare of like if i died in this way it's not a death but it happened in this movie where the the main character is literally nailed to the wall by his flesh. So he has like really? three nails in his arm. That affected you the most out of everything that, you've seen so far? That upset me the most. Wow. Where like, I don't like things being done to like the underside of my uh-huh. arm. I, I'm in fact very sensitive to it. Like I don't like it at all. Like even me touching it right then, I was like, I don't like that. And so getting pinned to the wall and then like anything, like if it blew up or like whatever, the idea of trying to like force my arm Ooh, out of the yeah. wall or mm-hmm. like, 
the flesh of my arm ripping apart. I, I don't like it or anything done to my eyes. I wouldn't like, but wow. the idea of like the arm is like, I'd still be living, but it'd just be like horrible pain getting it out of the wall. I'd be like, that was probably my, my most upsetting moment in all of final destination. Cause at least the others where I'm like, at least they're dead. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I guess mine, like I, I, if this is a cop out, let me know. But it was this kind of fingernail thing in terms of like, Dying oh, from like having your fingernails pulled off, even wait, though that's not what? even really a thing in this movie. But just like you know, when they're cleaning the fingernails in this movie, yeah, he the toenail. Yeah, he's like maybe yeah, they'll toenails. be ripped off or something like that. It's like or... they're like talking more like a sp- something that happened, like not a death really, scene. because like there's nothing that really like um, upsets you, or or not even upsets you, but just like that. I guess would be okay. Here's one. Here's the one. Worst. So like I probably like just. Like Lily, you and I went to Magic Six Flags Magic Mountain a couple of years yeah. ago, and I'm just like, man, I cannot go on big roller coasters anymore. I'm just like terrified of mortality. Like we went like, on Tatsu, which goes so high, mm-hmm. and I'm like, if I fell out right now, I would just be a little squash bug. Like who, who who's who's the guy who like falls? Yeah, and, like he's just Texas gone. Battle. Texas yeah. Battle who falls oh, into yeah. the abyss and he's just yeah. It's gone. like that would be, I guess, my ultimate fear. That is a scary. Sequence. I mean, it would be quick though. That'd be a mm-hmm. quick death probably, unless I hit that and then hit the ground and just slowly like died of crack bones and stuff yeah but so it's like he just yeah. flies out and hits hits part of the roller coaster and then Ugh. falls to the ground like just like i don't know like roller coasters i know are meant for enjoyment but i also <laughs> i grew up with six flags magic mountain and i don't know like look hey you know how risky it is to please, go on them every time please sponsor us six flags magic mountain but um there's you know any theme park people have died from like yeah. roller coasters, especially roller coasters i'm mm. just like mm-hmm. how much is that really worth to be that entertained like <laughs> I'm just too much of a weenie nowadays when I wasn't as a teenager, I guess, you know. I've released the Kraken known as Niles. Why'd you bring him here? Because we need to get out of this episode. Niles is back. Hi, Niles. Hi, good boy. Niles is back. Twice as large as before. Okay, Niles is back, and I guess that I'm going to answer my own question. Yeah, uh, what was your scariest death? what What are the scariest deaths to me? I have a couple. Oh, go. Um, you know, what stands out in my mind is I don't quite remember the exact mechanics of it because it's been a while since I've seen it, but is it the second one where there's an elevator thing with like her, her yes. hair gets caught? Yeah. And she gets like decapitated. Mm-hmm. Ooh, for some reason that's, uh that's so scary to me. And like thinking back on like watching that, like, uh, and I think it's because she's, it's prolonged. Yeah. You know, it's like it's not an instantaneous like whatever a fucking car engine start gets is flying at you and you're just dead instantly like No. <laughs> I don't know like that's that's really scary to me and also like the tanning beds. Oh, that one's horrible. <sighs> I don't like I they basically that one's just get, the longest death in the They get burned right? alive, Lily. Oh, yeah. It's They're horrible. Yeah. 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 It's horrible. It's my uh, least favorite death of the entire franchise. Oof, yeah. Yeah, it's also very exploitative in a not fun way. Absolutely. Mm, it's horrible, but I understand why you would not want to die like that. Anyways, yeah. those are our thoughts on The Final Destination. A piss-poor movie. <laughs> some called it pee-pee, some called it doo-doo. Now it's called it shit. <laughs> now it's called it a, a sphincter-pulling spectacle. Yes, he's quite articulate. Um, but Lily Young, thank you so much for joining us once again on the franchise. Thank you for having me. I'll see you guys again very soon. <laughs> <Aww>. In court. <laughs> and I'll see you in court. <laughs> on the next episode, not in court. Yeah. Lily, what do you have to plug before we go? I have absolutely nothing to plug. I don't know. You can follow me on Instagram at Lily Marie underscore young. Um, I think that's what my handle is. Other than that, what? <laughs> Great. Other than that, no, I don't, I don't have anything to plug. But Connor, what do you have to plug? If you enjoy the sound of my voice, don't enjoy tabletop role-playing games, you'll probably enjoy Starship and Paula. It's an actual play role-playing podcast where me and four other amazing friends play the Starfinder game. You can find us on the SoundCloud app or Apple iTunes podcast listening app. Uh, over 100 hours of content waiting for you to devour. Tyler, what do you have to plug? Uh, follow me on Instagram at TimeVice. Same name for Twitter. Instagram, I post photo shoots that I've been doing. And then Twitter, just mostly retweets or just 
dumb one-off jokes about usually <laughs> movies. Uh, follow us at the franchise podcast at gmail.com. Rather, email us there for any questions, comments, complaints, concerns, compliments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and follow us at franchise pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and <laughs> any app that we may not know about. Tell us about <laughs> and we'll sign up for it. And uh, thank you to Grayson Hansen for our artwork and Nick Viverka for our music. Until next time, down in front, asshole. <laughs> That's a line that's like we didn't talk. About, we didn't talk about Zack Snyder at all. No, we didn't. But he's in this movie. He's a mechanic, and then he gets uh, <laughs> <laughs> he gets uh, cubed. He she's does. Get, he gets. She's graded. That's yeah. right. Uh, goodbye, everybody. I hope the next one's better. <laughs>